0: Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at marvelicioustoys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Pogbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious!
1: Hello and welcome to issue 167 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie.
2: I'm Arnie. And this is Justin. And we are back from Philadelphia, PA. My first trip to the home of the Italian Stallion. (laughs) City of brotherly love.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't go that far.
2: (laughs) The city of It's Always Sunny in
3: Philadelphia, then.
1: It it wasn't sunny in Philadelphia. I I beg to differ, given the torrential downpour we had Friday morning, and then Sunday night was like being in a typhoon. Yikes. But we didn't go to Philadelphia to see Rocky. Rocky. Or patties.
2: But we did those things anyway. But we went for Wizard World Philadelphia. We're doing the Wizard World Tour, it feels like. We started with New Orleans. Then we did Cleveland. Then we did St. Louis.
3: Wait, <laughs> real, real quick, remind me why it was imperative to get to New Orleans again.
1: Oh, Chris Evans.
3: Okay, and how many times have you seen him this year now? Twice. Okay, okay. At least it's not four or five times.
2: Yet. No, the irony (laughs) of Philadelphia is that we went to New Orleans for Chris Evans, and he was in Philadelphia. Then we went to Cleveland for Chris Hemsworth, and he was in Philadelphia, which meant we wouldn't have to go to Philadelphia, except Tom Hiddleston made his first American (laughs) convention appearance. (laughs)
3: Wizard World has your number.
1: Well, I'm not going to complain because it meant that I got to see Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan again.
3: They're getting to know you.
1: No, there are people. Sebastian Stan is on the Wizard World summer tour, it appears. Like, he's in Austin next week. He's going to be in Sacramento. He's going to be in Chicago. I think they've got him a room next to Lou Ferrigno. There are women who are following Sebastian Stan around the country at Wizard Worlds. I'm not one of them. <laughs>
2: It's like following the dead. Yeah, they've got roadies. Marjorie was excited because there was a photo op for Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan. Together.
1: In one photo with me.
2: But it was not cheap. And so she hemmed, she hawed. She said, no, it's not worth paying it. And it sold out very quickly. And the look of disappointment on her face for this thing she said she didn't want was heart shattering. <laughs> <laughs> And so, this may be the weirdest anniversary gift ever, but I suppose the 14th wedding anniversary gift is photos with other men?
1: The, I- the 14th wedding anniversary is, in fact, beefcake.
2: <laughs> that is, is the traditional gift. Yeah,
1: it is. That, that's the traditional, modern, it would be two beefcake.
2: <laughs>
3: well, you nailed it.
1: I did, didn't I? Or he did.
2: <laughs> yeah, I bought it without telling her. I That was her anniversary gift, along with, you know, a couple other things. This wasn't the only gift, but it was the primary one. And then came the stress. What do I wear? She took, like, a giant suitcase. We were there for three nights. We had four rolly bags of Marjorie trying to decide what to wear for the photo. The funniest part is she also took her Captain America shield she had signed in New Orleans, which was oversized and had a $200 baggage fee. But I shipped
1: it via FedEx because that was only like 60.
3: Okay.
2: (laughs) And so standing behind the shield, you can't see the shirt that she hemmed and hawed about. You can't see the necklace she chose and under her hair, you can't see the earrings, so all of that she could have been almost naked under a shield.
1: But you can see my Urban Decay F-Bomb lipstick.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's all that really matters. Yes. It was a good photo, though. Yeah, how'd you get the pose? I mean, you were also, after the wardrobe selection, you were so stressed. How should I pose? How should I pose? And really, it's a lot of stress because we've talked on the show previously. It ends up looking like a weird family photo or a bad prom photo if you just (laughs) stand there. And so then the question became what to do for a pose. And in New Orleans, she did the shield with Chris Evans and looked really awesome. And so, I left her in line. I had to go get in a different line for autographs, and she didn't know what she was going to do.
1: No, and I had incredible anxiety, like crippling anxiety over what I should do. And I consulted my sexy sea bass buddy, Pam, who also shares a love of him, and- amy who's my friend for conventions and a star wars friend and they do photo ops too and i'm like oh my god i don't know what i should do they're like just just relax go with go with what feels natural and it's gonna be fine don't worry about it so i walk in i go i'd like a gun show and so i got it
3: (laughs) yes you did (laughs) i have but one question what is sebastian stan doing with his left arm
1: i am not
2: sure (laughs) I think he's put it around Chris Evans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I feel like the the gun show in this is a little bit lopsided. Which, uh, there there's one arm that is busting out of that sleeve. I mean, if you see that, I touched his forearm and it is like a rock.
2: How did you touch his forearm? Is there another story here? No,
1: no, it just, <laughs> he shook my hand. They gave me a hug and things touched and... He, he was decidedly more solid than Sebastian Stan. A lot more solid. And nothing against Sebastian Stan at all. Nothing. But one of these things is not like the other.
2: The Winter Soldier had the winter body.
1: He did. But it's okay. <laughs> you see, I got a little baby gun show out of it.
2: You got a great photo with how many likes and retweets?
1: Oh, I had like 500 likes on Twitter and like 300 retweets.
2: It's an awesome picture.
1: It is pretty good. I feel like it can never do a photo op again. Nothing will
2: ever compare to this. I don't know. I think mine with Leah Thompson and Indy.
1: Yeah, see, yours with Thompson Thompson's really great, too. And it's like, I I just don't know that we can do solo photo ops again, because nothing will ever top this.
3: Yeah, I mean, unless you guys somehow get into a position where you're in a photo op with everybody in the Marvel Universe
2: all at once. Like, I think you've both hit your bucket (laughs) list. Well, we did have another photo op, because I... Also delayed, I hemmed and hawed on Hiddleston, should I buy VIP? Why did I hesitate? It sold out so fast. I mean, I hesitated one night. It went up for sale on like a Monday night, woke up on Tuesday morning, let me go buy it, sold out. So I had to upgrade to (laughs) a, they called it Avengers VIP, but somebody accurately said on my Facebook page that... It's more like the Thor 2 VIP, as it's Tom Hiddleston, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Evans. (laughs) Ouch. And so for that, I got an autograph from all three of them and a photo with all three of them. Now, I took Marjorie back. This time, though, we didn't have any say in the pose or anything. Chris Evans was seated. Apparently, he was having back trouble or something.
1: By the end of the day Saturday... And all day Sunday, most of the celebrities were sitting down. Rumors were running rampant that somebody tried to forcibly French kiss Chris Evans. Uh, somebody tried to grab him and cause him to have a severe anxiety attack, and they had to pull Tom Hilston out of a photo op to calm him down, as if they're besties like, and like hang out all the time together. Turns out, not all true at all. Chris Evans even tweeted, he doesn't know where these stories started, he had a wonderful time, everything was fine.
2: But... He was seated, and the other two were standing, so it basically did become a family photo, but it looked okay. And having him seated made us not look so short. <laughs> Which is always a plus.
1: It is. If they, if I hadn't gotten the gun show, it'd be me standing amongst giants. They're both super tall.
3: So, out of all those guys, who is the tallest? Hiddleston? Hemsworth. Hemsworth? Oh, yeah, he's he's a tall drink of water.
2: And he's preparing to shoot Thor 3. So
3: he
1: is muscular.
2: I mean... You talk about Chris Evans' arms, but Hemsworth would beat him arm wrestling.
1: Oh, my God. Like, huge and bulging out of his shirt. He wore a little V-neck shirt, which he probably paid $100 for, was, like, really straining. And he wasn't like
2: that in Cleveland. No. So he's bulked up in just a month or two. How the
3: hell do they do that?
1: They don't have jobs, Justin.
2: It's, yeah, they go. To, their job is going to the gym, and they have a trainer giving them specific meals and doing specific exercises. Yeah. But I was a little bummed I had to spend so much on the VIP because I definitely wanted Tom Hiddleston's autograph. And they weren't selling extra tickets, so I really had to, what am I going to get him to sign? What am I going to get him to sign? I decided to go Avengers because I like it better. I actually like Loki best in that movie of all the Loki appearances. And I'm like, well, I need Chris to sign one more thing. The problem is, all right, when we planned this all out, I knew exactly what I needed. I needed... Chris Evans, to sign Avengers 1. Uh I needed Chris Hemsworth to sign nothing at all. I could have taken Thor or Thor 2, but I have him on Avengers. I have him on Avengers 2. I'm like, I, I really don't need another Hemsworth autograph. Between the time I bought the tickets and the time I went to the con, I got a little confused. I'm standing in line for Chris Hemsworth to get his autograph and, you know, the general Hi, how you doing? And I Give him the item to sign. My Avengers DVD. And he puts his pen down and goes, I already signed this, mate. <laughs> hey, boys. I'm like, you did? He's like, you want me to sign it again? <laughs> I'm like, I thought that was Chris Evans' autograph. <laughs> you should have
3: just been like, yeah, I mean, sign it Thor too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you know it's authentic, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then I'm like, shit brought nothing for him to sign and I waited in line for 90 minutes
3: oh man so
2: I just grabbed one of the 8x10s off the table (laughs) 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 meanwhile Chris Evans I thought I had him on everything I had him sign Fantastic Four
3: (laughs) wow
2: (laughs) so I have Fantastic Four signed by Chris Evans but not Avengers (laughs) Did he look at you weird with that one? No, no, I don't think he was looking too much at anybody because it was a pretty hectic time. He was more chatty when we saw him in New Orleans. So,
1: this one had a lot more tickets available because they had like basically every permeation of these people signing together you could get. I mean, there was a Winter Soldier vip there was the thor one there was an avengers one there was all the avengers there was a mini
2: avengers and yeah i got the smaller one there was also like a five person one that included stanley tucci and anthony mackie and sebastian stan oh wow
1: because everybody wants stanley tucci right <laughs> Nothing gets him I, I do like him in movies And I'm not making fun of him like that But
2: Alright, I couldn't believe how long Stanley Tucci's line was I mean, I expect a long line for Evans
1: Hunger Games but Yeah, I was gonna
2: say Hunger Games He's probably got a lot of tweeny fans Dominic Cooper's line, hella long Haley Atwell's line, Agent Carter finally came out on DVD I wanted to get her and Dominic Cooper to sign it Haley Atwell's line, crazy long Strangely enough, not too big of a line for Bertrock the Leaper Huh. And George St. Pierre, you know, and most of the people in line were MMA fans getting, like, action figures signed and MMA stuff signed. The person in line in front of me was like, oh, God, thank God, you have Captain America, too, so it's not just me. I was afraid it was going to be just me and all of these MMA people.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I didn't even realize he came from MMA.
1: Yeah, he is actually an insanely popular fighter.
2: Huh. And then... I did get some more stuff signed by Leah Thompson.
1: Who, oh boy, she knows Arnie now.
3: Hmm, like knows Arnie in a good way or like oh, no. is a, on her radar in as a good like way. A, okay.
2: I can't decide. <laughs> I just keep like kicking myself like I'm an idiot. But why? I don't know. I don't know. It's like embarrassing to me that we go up and Leah Thompson's sister goes, You look familiar. Were you at another con?
1: No, but she goes. She knew. She goes. You guys. You guys were at the last one.
2: No, I said Indiana. I told oh, did her you? Indiana. Okay. But then she told Leah Thompson, and Leah Thompson's like, "Oh my god, I should have brought you something." Like, how the hell is she knowing I'm coming to this con? Am I supposed <laughs> to say, "Hey Leah, I'm coming. Bring something for me." <laughs> so she asked for my email address, and so she's gonna like make a video for me or something. I'm like, "Okay, thank you." Wow. <laughs> like, oh, uh, all right. I, I I have yet to receive said video. Now, I'm not holding my breath for said video, but she is extraordinarily nice. That is cool. I hope it is a video and not a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> I think because I went with Marjorie, I appeared more normal than I really am.
3: No, but if you, if you hadn't. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. I guess what I'm saying is if somebody with the fandom of Howard the Duck that you have wasn't married, then I could see her having cause for concern. But Marjorie kind of vouches for your your saneness. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I had her sign the record album since so she sang on it and a couple of trading cards. And I got a photo that was signed by Chip Zine, who was the voice of Howard. And so I got her to sign it too because it was her and Howard rocking out on stage.
3: It sounds like you guys had all the celebrity encounters you could hope for in Philadelphia.
2: We had a really good weekend. We had to work hard. Saturday was like a job. I had to skip the Thor panel. If all you had was my VIP, I can't imagine the people who got the bigger VIPs. If all you had was mine, your day was set because you started the day at 10 a.m. at the cat panel. Then you had to go get in line for the Chris Evans autograph. Then you had a little bit of a break, but not much, maybe just enough to get lunch because at one o'clock was the Thor panel, followed immediately at 2 by Chris Hemsworth signing, followed by 2.30, the Loki signing. You see, the way they're working it now, at Wizard, is they're doing blocks. If you have the Avengers VIP, here's your signing time. And you even had to buy a day. I bought the Saturday Avengers VIP. So my only time for a Chris Hemsworth autograph was Saturday at 2 p.m. My only time for a Tom Hiddleston Saturday at 2.30. They did it smart, though. They just had the lines feed into each other because everybody had both. Huh. And so you'd go from the Thor panel to the Hemsworth line to the Hiddleston line to the photo op, and then it's 4 p.m. and your day is done. God. That's if everything moved like clockwork. Nothing ever moves like clockwork at a convention. Evans was 20 minutes late to start the day. We left the panel... About halfway through, because it really worked well for us in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, and seventy-five percent of the panel were unscreened audience
2: questions. I hesitate to even call most of them questions, yeah. as you'd come up to ask a question as like, "Oh, oh, oh my god, oh, I, I, I love you." And do you have a cat? Yeah, <laughs> of course. You get Chris Evans up there, right? He's talking about his dog. Oh yeah, and. He's Tom talk- and Anthony Mackey's <laughs> telling the story about how Chris Evans' dog leapt on him, right? It's a funny story if Anthony Mackie tells it. And so I'm sitting there and of course all the women are just like gushing over Evans in general. Cause
1: it's Chris Evans. He's an attractive man. He is. I'm glad you guys can admit that, Justin. Are you on the you're gonna be able to admit it?
2: Oh yeah, heck yeah. I mean he was attractive as Johnny Storm. Yeah. And then he added a whole bunch of muscles. Yeah. And then he added a beard that's working for him. The beard does work for him. His
1: hair is always fantastic, no matter how it's cut, also. He's personable. He is. Oh my
2: God, is he sweet. So when he then goes, You know, you never know what you're going to get with a rescue dog. I'm like, Of course it's a rescue dog. I
1: think every single girl in that auditorium, like, lady parts were beeping if they weren't already.
2: <laughs> it's like, Of course. It's just like, At that point, you want to hit him. <laughs> It's like an episode of Frasier at that point, where you just start eye-rolling because he's so frickin' perfect. You're not real, man. (laughs) And it's probably a vegan dog, too, who only rides bicycles.
3: (laughs) His zero-carbon footprint.
1: (laughs) And a little handlebar mustache.
3: And he poops chocolate. (laughs)
1: Well, the dog's name is Dodger.
2: Of course it is. Because that's cute. (laughs) But anyway, back to the timeline story. We had a great time because we left that panel halfway early. It was fun to be there, though. The moderator was from Screen Junkies. Props to them. Love Honest Trailers. Oh, yeah. And he asked Sebastian Stan, you know, in Civil War, you were just a guy trying to get some plums. (laughs) What (laughs) happened to the plums? And Sebastian Sand's like, well, I, I never got to eat the plums. I got ambush. So the guy from Screen Junkies pulls out a bag of plums. And says, Here, you get your plum. So Sebastian Stan starts eating a plum and offers one to Anthony Mackie. Mackie grabs the bag and says, I'm the Oprah of plums. Starts chucking them in the audience. You get a people are being pelted with fruit. You get a plum! You get a plum! You get a plum! I mean, it was a fun panel, but once the Q&A portion started, I was like, all right, time to go get in a line. (laughs) And I'd skipped the Thor panel. I'm really glad I did, because when I was there, the line was moderately short. I was pretty close to the front. When the panel let out, that line became enormous, and not everyone got their autograph. In fact, because everything's so regimented, Hemsworth came about a half an hour late, and Hiddleston shortly after, and... The people at the back of the line, there wasn't time because they all had so many photo ops. They had their individual photo ops, dual photo ops, Avengers photo ops. Marjor- Five person photo, photo ops and two people photo ops. And It's like the Bubba Gump <laughs> shrimp of photo ops. <laughs> and so they could only sign for so long. And people were told to come back the next day. I feel like we worked everything just right. I tried. Marjorie was my line bitch. I was. And so I'd go and like check out Stanley Tucci's line, who was crazy in the morning, but finally let up in the afternoon. I went into Dominic Cooper's line. The volunteers, it actually said this in the Wizard Fact. If you had conflicting things, let volunteers know. And because of Marjorie's photo op, we did let them know when we were able to fast pass Hiddleston. And I was able to be put in... Behind the VIPs for Dominic Cooper, whose line was crazy. I guess all those preacher fans.
3: (laughs) I have yet to see that, but I've heard it's pretty good.
2: And Haley Atwell, she's so cool. She actually pushed her panel back a half an hour and signed and said she was not going to leave till everybody was signed. And then came back after her panel when she wasn't even scheduled to sign and made sure everybody got signed. And I understand she... And a couple other people were still signing when they shut the lights off on them Sunday night. Wow.
1: Sebastian Stan was one of those. Hemsworth left. Cooper left. I didn't hear anything about Evans, so I assume he had to leave as well. But Sebastian Stan stayed both nights signing well after the convention closed because he was the hottest commodity at the convention.
2: I do feel bad, though. A lot of people at Wizard didn't get what they paid for and had to worry about refunds. And, you know, I was a little worried... If I didn't get my autographs that I had on Saturday, because everything was a Saturday ticket, except George St. Pierre was only there Sunday, and so I got my Leah Thompson tickets for Sunday as well, which helped balance a little bit, but I bought everything else for Saturday, thinking we might do tourist stuff on Sunday. Ha! Hmm. Huh. Well, we actually ended up doing a little. But if I couldn't have gotten it Saturday, my question was, can I exchange it for a Sunday? And it, I think they let everybody.
1: They were doing that. Now, some people chose to go to the panels instead of waiting in the lines. And some people didn't maximize their time. I personally, I'm okay skipping the panels.
2: You don't like panels. I I don't. I do like panels, but I understand my priorities can't be the panels if I have regimented other things. Yes, But yeah, there were so many posts. And on Sunday, apparently, because they let everybody push Saturday to Sunday, Marjorie, when I bought that photo op for the duel... I bought her Sunday, because that's what opened. They added a Saturday one, and I switched it so that it was a Saturday photo. Thank God, because on Sunday, apparently everything was so assembly line. There are photos out there, and I, I don't know all the details, but there's pictures of Dominic Cooper holding his coffee mug. <laughs> there's one photo that was posted. All I know is the post. It was of Dominic Cooper blowing his nose... <laughs> Haley Atwell trying to pick it. The other people are getting ready for their photo. And apparently it got snapped and they yelled, next! man. There are sometimes stories I've heard. I can't say the veracity because there was a... I'm, I'm distrustful of everything after somebody posted on social media that Chris Evans got kissed and had a panic attack. That wasn't true. So I don't trust anything I didn't see with my own two eyes. But I'm seeing stories... That, like, people were walking into frame on Sunday afternoon. They snapped before they were even fully in frame and yelled, next. (laughs) And they've turned off commenting. The company that runs the photo ops.
1: Celebrity photo ops has turned off the ability to have visitors leave comments on their Facebook page. They were getting really assaulted. And I I did see the Dominic Cooper one. Some girl posted it in one of the groups I'm in. And he's clearly blowing his nose. You see the tissue in his hand and Haley Atwell is like sticking her hand out towards his nose, like either pointing at it or picking his nose. I did see some that people had posted where one person was in the photo and the other person was walking towards the photo, and getting set up. They were not doing retakes on a lot of these.
2: It depended on, I think, who you talked to at the print station. Mm -hmm. Some people said they were just told no retakes. Other people were told, yes, go back and get in line. Of course, if the photo op's over, you're really just screwed. There's no retakes if they're not in the photos.
1: I talked to one of the guys at Wizard World because we did need to fast pass Tom Hiddleston's line in order to get everything done on Saturday. And he did that. He took me to the front of the line, and he told me, if you ever get faced with this situation again, you always do the photo op and then worry about the autograph after. He goes, I can take you as a celebrity and get you that autograph wherever they are, but that photo op is only set up once. So that's good advice.
3: Uh, sounds a little sketchy though. I mean it's like, yeah, they wanted to make good on the money that they collected and not have to refund it for people who didn't get a chance to get their pictures taken. But if you're gonna if you're gonna be rushing people through like that and they don't get a picture worth keeping, what's the point?
2: Yeah. I'm so impressed with the photo op I got with Leah Thompson in Indiana, where the person actually spent time framing the shot, was standing up and changing position based upon the pose and everything versus the wizard ones where they sit in a chair with a tripod, exposure is set, stand, click, go, stand, click, go. This guy, he took a couple to make sure we weren't blinking in Indiana. Did it take longer? Sure. Sure. Did they make as much money? Probably not because it took a little longer to take each photo. Did every person walk away happy? I'm betting so. Uh,
3: you know what they should do is they should just have everybody line up behind the celebrity, behind a black curtain, and then just have everybody stay about 10 feet apart and just keep the line moving. And they're going to just make a video <laughs> and then they'll make stills of that video. <laughs> just keep it moving.
2: Can we play the Benny Hill theme while that happens? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da.
3: Yakety Sax,
2: nice (laughs) Uh. I do feel bad for people who didn't have a good time My impression is that far more people had great times But there are people who didn't And they seem to be more vocal But there's a lot of people out there who had great times We had a great time It was a hard time, I mean that was a long day of lines.
1: I think that there was a lot of first-time Congors that were drawn to this who aren't familiar with what this entails as far as you're not going to just breeze in and breeze out with a VIP pass or didn't read what the VIP pass had on it.
2: There was one lady behind Marjorie in line for a photo op who was upset oh. because she thought yeah. her VIP would get her 15 minutes with Tom Hiddleston. Whoa. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know where she got that. I mean, she was livid. She was FaceTiming with her husband back home, and she was a piece of work anyway. But she was very, very angry and was going to complain and dispute the charges on her credit card because she didn't even get 15 minutes or nothing with him.
3: Whoa.
1: Yeah, and th- some people thought that they were going to get like a personal, like, moment with them, where you're going to spend a few minutes. And so there are some people who are disputing the charges on their credit cards, or at least saying they are, because. These celebrities were sitting down in the photo ops.
2: (laughs) Listen, if you weren't in the frame, I could honestly understand disputing the charge. If the celebrity was legitimately having a cold and blowing his nose, I could possibly understand disputing the charge, although you gotta admit you got a once-in-a-lifetime thing there. (laughs) If you're just upset because they were sitting down, eh, you know, maybe... I'm jaded because I do this so often that I just have expectations reset. But I do think they oversold. I think they tried to rush people through. And I think they're trying to work through this. They're trying new things this year with your VIP signs at this time. They're not opening lines anymore. You're not allowed to line up until a certain time. Trying to maximize your ability to see other parts of the con. I think that's great. I don't think they have it perfected yet.
3: Yeah, is... Is Philadelphia a new stop for Wizard World or has this been around for a while? It's
1: been around for a while and everyone kept telling us, oh, it's just like Chicago. It's our second biggest show. It's huge. You'll love it. The dealer floor was like a quarter the size of Chicago.
2: Huh. It was probably around the same size of a dealer floor as St. Louis, but yet it didn't have the bad dealers like gutters and siding.
1: No, wait a second now. Hold up. The Free Lasik people are there. I mean- Walking through a convention. Hi, would you like to register for a free LASIK procedure?
2: No. That worked so well for Doug on King of Queens.
1: <laughs> T-Mobile had two or three booths there. One of the news stations had a booth. Geico was there with a huge bus that they had at C2E2. There was Now You See Me 2. There's a booth there for that where they're giving away posters and stuff. I mean, oh, Sprint was there. Xfinity Comcast was there.
2: But still, those are big companies with big budgets versus local gutter guy. Yeah. Geico's at C2E2. I don't take away major corporate sponsorships. M&M was at Celebration 3. But there wasn't a whole lot on the dealer floor. I intentionally didn't do much shopping because I didn't want to ship at home. I was looking for a couple very specific items. So I looked at a couple booths that had them, didn't find anything I was looking for. I think we walked away having only bought a couple of items in Artist Alley.
1: And that was mostly me. (laughs) I may have purchased some Captain America earrings, another pair. I may have purchased some Winter Soldier prints.
2: I got one commission, and it was by Joe Quinones, who is the current artist on Howard the Duck. I asked him to do a movie-style Howard the Duck, and he had never drawn one before. Oh, that's cool. Unfortunately, he didn't quite get it done before the end of the con, so he's going to have to mail it to me. But he showed it to me. It's Howard playing guitar. It looks sweet. Nice. And, no, I had a good time at the con, but I'm very curious now what Chicago will bring. And through hearsay, somebody said they asked Evans and Hemsworth if they would be in Chicago and they both said no, but apparently it was Evans who said he was filming Thor 3. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think the person may have gotten confused or is making crap up. Or
3: interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious if now I'll be like having to buy a four-person VIP in Chicago because they're going to now have, like, God, who could they add? Who's left up? Uh, Uh, Paul Rudd it'll be Paul Rudd so you'd have to get Rudd Hemsworth Evans and Hiddleston so that all my previous travels were a colossal waste of money
1: (laughs) But look we had a really good time in New Orleans eating oysters and hanging out with Taryn and then we had a really good time in Cleveland hanging out with Dale and Lou and then we had a really great time in Philadelphia with cheesesteaks and it was beer week so it was awesome
2: (laughs) You no, know, we had a great time in all these yes. cities and at all these cons. They've really been great times, great experiences, except for asking Chris Hemsworth to sign the same item twice and him looking at me like I'm the biggest vessel <laughs> on the face of the planet. <laughs> From now on, you need to take a backup item.
1: I said that! <laughs>
3: You could have got his autograph on Cabin in the Woods. That would have been a nice little backup. Oh, he
1: doesn't like that movie. He was just, we asked him, we said something about liking it in Cleveland. He's like, yeah, that was a long time ago.
2: Yeah, that's Mm. exactly what he said about it. Of course, it did sit on a shelf for like two years before it got released, so. That's before I was getting paid Thor money. (laughs) Oh, that movie that I died in halfway through and got $10,000 for? Paid scale?
3: That movie I saw twice before I realized it was Chris Hemsworth.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sounds like you guys are ready for a slower con like San Diego. Fast approaching.
2: And wow, so much news coming out regarding San Diego. A lot of exclusives being announced coming up for order. Monogram International has announced three separate exclusive Marvel keychain sets, and I'm kind of into those now. Huh. Ones it all Deadpool set. <sighs> Monogram.
3: Those are usually pretty easy to get our hands on when we're there. Those aren't ones that you got to rush to get or no. stand in line forever. It's like usually like Saturday afternoon, you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll saunter
2: on over that way. Now, the day this show's going up, we're recording this on Tuesday night. Tomorrow sometime, likely online by the time this show goes live. Mezco is putting their exclusive 112 Classic Captain America up for pre-order. And if you didn't get it, you got to go to the con and get them.
3: I'm going to have to ask you on this. Is this the fourth version of Cap we've seen? Or is this one we've seen before and we just didn't know when and where it was coming?
2: We saw this one at Toy Fair.
3: Okay. So this isn't another yet another new version of Cap. It's just we've seen it. We didn't know what it was going to
2: be. Correct. Although it is the fourth cap because they did put up for pre-order also a previews exclusive Commander Steve Roger, which he's Captain America in the stealth suit from Winter Soldier, basically.
3: See, that one looks cooler to me than the classic cap. That one has me a little bit more excited.
2: I already ordered that one. This classic cap, though, I like the scales on the outfit. Can you imagine the time it takes to... Put that on an outfit? I'm guessing it's screen printed to some degree. The close-up photo makes it look like they're almost glued on dots or something. It is raised. It does not look like screen printing.
1: Yeah, that's not screen printed. That's actually texture.
3: Right, but I'm saying they have that screen printing that the ink puffs up after you put it on.
1: Oh, puff ink. Yeah, but yeah. you know puff ink will actually deflate after a while. Hmm. Yeah, it's not a long-lasting, perfect solution.
3: It is impressive looking.
1: It, it Except for
2: that head that's unmasked. The unmasked head, for some reason, looks like a five-year-old boy to me.
3: Yeah, it almost looks as bad as those uh, Hasbro scan-your-face...
1: The 3D me? Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's something, and it may just be the photo they took, his eyes look like Village of the Damned.
1: They do. Yeah,
3: there's actual... They have painted highlights in his pupils, and then the actual light in the room caught <laughs> below it as well.
2: <laughs> but the masthead looks really, really good. It does. So are you telling me you're not going to be trying for this tomorrow? I don't know. This one's just not
3: calling my name. And at the rate that these guys are announcing and putting them out, you know what? I know it's not Marvel, but I'm actually more excited to get Space Ghost than I would be to get this one. So that's the game I'm going to play with these 112s.
2: You can have your Space Ghost. I think I'm just going to enjoy getting their first San Diego (laughs) Comic-Con Marvel 112. And then... I think I'll have yet another moment if I told you so when you decide you want them later. <laughs> I'm going to stand pretty
3: pretty pat on these. I'm going to get the ones that I initially fall in love with. And this one's just
2: not doing it for me.
1: I think that's a good rule to live by, Justin.
2: Marjorie, is this one doing it for you or should I skip?
1: I think I'm okay with not having this one.
2: All right, I'm lying. I'm not skipping. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> and I'm probably lying too because I'll be at Comic-Con and being like, oh, are they available at the booth? Okay, maybe I'll buy one.
2: Yeah, uh, good luck if they're available at the booth. I don't know that I would count on that.
3: Oh, I'm not counting on it. I'm just saying that's the way it's going to play out for someone like me who's indifferent towards this
2: one. Now, Entertainment Earth put up for pre-order a ton of exclusives. I ordered one of each because I really, really like all of them. But here's how they're working their exclusives, and it's kind of kicking me in the butt. You can pre-order online. But they're going to sell as many as they can at the con. And if there's any left, they're going to fill the online orders in the order in which they were received. Huh. So I'm not guaranteed any of these, even though I placed my order. But I can always call them and say, cancel these orders. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to get them at the con. The one I'm most excited for is the Kotobukiya Artifacts Plus Emma Frost in her white outfit. Dan gave us the news at Toy Fair that that was coming. He didn't know where it would be exclusive to. It's an Entertainment Earth SDCC.
3: That looks pretty good. She's also got a boobtastic outfit on.
1: Physics would not allow that to actually stay.
2: Actually, it's not that much different than what Sif wore to the premiere of Thor 2. Hmm.
1: I don't know why you know that.
3: (laughs) Because outfits like this stick in guys' minds.
1: Oh, okay.
2: That may or may not have been my iPhone wallpaper for a while. <laughs> oh. Now, of course, the issue is this design, this cut of the outfit, is specifically for her Marvel Now black look, whereas her white look, she'd either have the bra and panties or the full corset, but usually not the entire mid-boob-to-belly-button reveal. But it looks cool in white. Diamond, though, is the one who just... Diamond Select Toys overloaded on San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. They're doing two variants of their Marvel Gallery statues. These are the really inexpensive but cool-looking statues that cost like 45 bucks. Oh, yeah. They've got a Captain Marvel with the mohawk hair that people love, and I thought that looked pretty good. It's honestly the exclusive I hemmed and hawed on buying the most because I don't think it looks great. In the face, the eyes look a little bit... cartoony. I was thinking 80s glam rock.
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, heavy on the mascara for sure. Uh But the size seems a little overly done.
2: Yeah, and her base, I need to see it in person.
3: Well, her base looks like it's just
2: her logo. Yeah, but I can't tell if it's translucent or just ugly, if it's going to be brighter. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not a good picture they've got going on there, is it?
2: Yeah, that
3: could just be painted that way, or it could be kind of a neat translucent orange.
2: Mhm. The Spider-Gwen I did not hesitate cuz you know this one's going to sell out in a blink. Spider-Gwen is super hot. This is the same Spider-Gwen as they had but unmasked. And I think more people, you know, really like her unmasked versus in the white spider mask there.
3: I kind of prefer the masked version to be honest with you, but I wish they picked a better angle on this one. There's something about her left arm in this picture that is just making me think Did they glue that on improperly?
1: Oh, because it's like above her shoulder and it's twisted the wrong way. It's not like it's coming out the same spot. It's like it's glued to the wall behind her. Yeah. That's okay. I couldn't articulate what was wrong with it until just then.
2: (laughs) Having seen the statue in person at C2E2, it's not bad. It does not have this broken, disjointed arm look. (laughs)
3: No, otherwise, I love that base. That's a really neat way to do it. You know, cutting along a brick wall with different patterns of brick and mm-hmm. a little gargoyle face. That's there's some neat detail in that.
2: For a $45 statue at that. Oh, yeah. Then there's two mate sets, Daredevil and Punisher from the Daredevil TV series. And I'm curious if you're getting this one, Vision in a suit with Scarlet Witch.
3: <laughs> I think I might have to just on principle. You know, I've been asking for casual <laughs> or dressed-up Vision, and here you go. Mini-Mates is the first one to out the door with it, so...
1: It's like it's Vincent and Vega, and they just put red hands and a different head on them.
2: <laughs> right?
3: You're right. It's Vision going as Vincent and Vega for yes. Halloween.
2: <laughs> the irony is you're not wrong. They made Pulp Fiction Mini-Mates, and now I'm just thinking...
1: I know. Thanks. That's why I said it.
2: And... Dorbs did do Vision in the suit too, leading the conversation of, did he ever wear a tie in the movie? No, he wore a ascot, but it looks cool. But I have already ordered another possible SDCC exclusive. Big news broke. We posted it to our page. A set of figures that were described in the eBay auction as PVC, three and three quarter inch figures. Several sets were put up for order loose on eBay at $100 a set. They've since gone way up in price, I might add. But the very first day, they were $99.99 shipped. Now, this set, though, it called to me. (laughs) First, the collector. I mean, we're collectors. I... Love the look of this figure. It's comic base collector with his brown cape. Then Cosmo, the space dog. (laughs) Lockjaw. Who's this other dude? Um, Moon Boy. And to top it all off, Howard the Duck. It's now it's the new Howard and the red suit and the fedora, but Howard the Duck.
3: Yes, this set was created, I think, with you in mind.
1: Yeah, it's pure Arnie, isn't it?
2: Let's keep in mind, when we talked to David Vonner years ago, he told us that he had a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive that he tried to get released, Orange Fing Fang Foom, with Howard the Duck. Yes. Now, that wouldn't have been this Howard, it would have been a more classic Howard, it never got released, but here... If this is indeed Marvel Universe figures, and from the body on the Collector it looks like it is, Howard looks like a single piece of plastic, like a cake topper. I don't think he has any articulation.
3: No, I mean, looking at these, Howard and the dogs look to be very much like with the Deadpool set from a few years ago. Like, Kid Pool and the Dog Pool. Just toys. Just inarticulated pieces of plastic. But... You're right. That collector looks like it's a Marvel Universe slash Marvel Infinite Series slash Marvel Legends three and three quarters, whatever it is. And Moonboy, I mean, these pictures are fuzzy and
2: stuff, but he looks like he's probably articulated too. He does look articulated. I'm wondering if they might have made some reuse of puck parts, but he's not overly bulky. So maybe not.
3: No, I mean, that was kind of my first thought too, or like this was like something they started doing on like maybe a Wolverine sculpt that didn't quite work out so they tossed it aside and someone's like hey that looks like Moon Boy
2: who made a little person Wolverine figure at Hasbro
3: (laughs) 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 but they were using the Shrinky sculpt and it just went too far you went ahead and bit down and bought these already are you not thinking or you're just hoping that this isn't a Comic Con exclusive
1: I like you're just so honest with it Justin because if I say things like that I get in trouble
2: (laughs) Here's what I'm thinking. Howard the Duck figures are like potato chips. You can't have just one. Sure you can. You
3: can't have just one.
2: Well, if this is the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive set, I would hem and haw over whether to open it if I could only get one of them.
3: Very good point.
2: So I decided to take a loose set. If this isn't a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive set, let's say this is a Marvelous bootleg. Like those odd-colored Deadpools that came out of China. Because this is shipping from China. Yes. If this is some really random bootleg custom job, burden the hand. Yeah. It's probably the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive because the collector comes with a chest and looks like Cosmo has a dog toy. and
3: It just feels too well put together to not be a set that was planned to some degree rather than just some bs thing somebody's putting together to trick people yeah but now having said that what do you feel like you know let's let's put away the fact that you've already spent a hundred bucks because that's i mean that's not horrible you're gonna get it early and you know you're gonna have an opener but what do you feel like something
2: like this is worth at the con 50 to 60 50 is what i was feeling too the deadpool taco truck was 50 so i feel like with a little bit of inflation if it's in a gorgeous box 50 to 60 that's why I didn't feel too bad about spending a hundred on a loose set. You can tell that an opener on eBay would be more than this.
3: Yeah, I'd like to see the packaging. I hope the packaging is something cool where these all these guys, except for the collector, are in this glass display cases behind him in the package.
1: I like they came in like little test tube looking things.
2: Yeah, but I do think this is going to be the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. I don't know if it will be hard to get or not. I guess it just will be because it's San Diego Comic-Con. But the Marvel Universe usually doesn't have quite the heat of the Marvel Legends ones. And I love that they go niche with their San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. By the same token, probably a little less heat because this is really niche.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the buzz is once this gets announced, if it gets announced. But you're right, it feels less exciting to the general collector than things in the past. I mean, what was, last year, was it
2: the Infinity Gauntlet or was that two years ago already? That was two years ago already. Last year was the Ant-Man set.
3: Oh yeah. Right. The Ant-Man set stuck around for a while. You know, that was available all the way up till Saturday.
2: Mm-hmm. And that one was easier to get online than the book of Vishanti. Yep. Now what's coming out next year that they'd make a Marvel Legends set for this year. Since they always seem to be about a year ahead, they did the Guardians set before Guardians came out, and then they did the Book of Vishanti a full year and a half before Doctor Strange. Next year, we've got Thor 3, Guardians 2, and Spider-Man.
3: See, this feels like it's a Guardians tie-in, right? Yeah. Three and three quarter inch. The Ant-Man one's confusing because that came with all scales of figures, but that would have been the three and three quarter inch official product right huh that's a good call i don't know maybe some cool thor if they're kind of playing that game could be a chance to break out something like the warriors 3 oh yeah that could be cool maybe uh the rumored
2: planet hulk Ooh yeah but we will keep you informed be sure to follow us on facebook and on twitter for all of those details but speaking of legends with less
3: speculation and more knowledge
2: and less money, I'm broke.
3: <laughs> yeah, last time we spoke, we were all like, Man, I don't know, what's coming out with legends? You know, I mean we've we've heard of some stuff, but we haven't gotten any confirmation on anything. And then holy cow, confirmation
2: and pre-orders galore. The really embarrassing thing is we recorded that show on Monday. It came out on Wednesday. On Tuesday the pre-orders were previewed. It's like, ah <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs>
3: I keep telling you we need to go daily, but, you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, I noticed Dorkside Toys was the first to preview one wave of figures, then two waves of figures, then three waves of Marvel Legends. And then they pulled them down shortly. And on June 1st, pre-orders went live for three full waves of Legends. Oh, boy.
3: Exciting, expensive, and all coming at you pretty darn quick.
2: They were initially saying ship dates for these were going to be in June, July. It looks like they've been pushed back to August, but we may be getting three waves of legends in August all at once.
1: Aye, aye, aye.
2: Now, the first wave is... The X-Men wave that we were kind of teased last year and saw at Toy Fair. And the hit of that wave is probably going to be Deadpool. But be prepared for a hard hunt as there's eight figures in this wave. And that's one case. So there's not going to be two Deadpools to a case.
3: Yeah, if you're going to want more than one Deadpool like me, it's going to be, like you said, some hunting or hoping that they ship this plenty. But... Oh, the last time we had an X-Men wave, I don't know if it was a combination of X-Men being popular or the fact that it was a low run and only made available at Toys R Us.
2: And online, strangely.
3: Yeah, that combination kind of scares me about how out in the wild any of this wave is going to be to find.
2: It's going to be rough unless they really make a lot. And the fact that they're doing three waves, boom, boom, boom. Makes me fear they won't, because this wave has already sold out at most online resellers, and there's rumors that some that still have it up for order may be taking orders and not able to fulfill all of them. (sighs) I placed the order literally within an hour of them going up online, because I didn't want to mess up, and I ordered... Two cases for myself. <laughs> Not that I necessarily need to troop build these figures, but longtime listeners know I don't always have the best of luck with paint apps.
1: Yeah, but now you've just ensured that this will be in stores all the time. So you're welcome, everybody. At
2: least I got them at case cost versus trying to get Deadpool. The places that were selling individual figures, Deadpool gone immediately.
3: Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm excited that we have a new Deadpool sculpt. I'm a little... I mean, we've known this since last year that it wasn't going to be movie accurate, but it's exciting to be getting another new Deadpool, which is just packed with accessories. I mean, he's got swords, guns, big guns, bigger guns, a knife. He's got <laughs> his bazooka. <laughs>
2: his charred head.
3: Yeah, his alternate head. Oh. And doesn't look like... Does he come with the Build-A-Figure
2: piece? He might be the one without one. He does not. He is, he's is. he got so many accessories, he doesn't get a big piece of Juggernaut.
3: All right, Hasbro, start now, planning on making solid cases of Deadpool. You won't be able to keep them in stock.
2: Seriously. And now maybe some of the heat will go off those old Deadpool Toys R Us 2 packs that have been crazy expensive on eBay, too. So if you need your Warpath, maybe this will make it somewhat more affordable? Yeah, maybe. Because the only other time they came out with Warpath, he was in that hard-to-find
3: San Diego-exclusive X-Force pack. (laughs) Uh, But I'm I'm loving this wave. I mean, yes, another Wolverine, but it's looking pretty sweet.
2: And you get two different sets of hands for him, so you can have claws in or out.
3: Oh, then we've got Deadpool. We've got the Rogue. Finally, it's a mate good.
2: Well, it's not the Rogue they showed us before. It's not the green outfit Rogue. It is... A classic 80s rogue, kind of like the animated series. Gotta see her in person for a review. I'm not all that impressed with the face. The outfit looks good.
3: I think Kitty Pride, that might be the kind of the whatever of this wave. But looks like she might be coming with a uh, Magneto head for that onslaught.
2: Mm-hmm. And a Juggernaut piece. So a lot of various accessories with her. I'm also a little eh on the face there. But, I mean, she comes with Lockheed. That's the best part. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then cable. Nice upgrade to cable to a figure that we haven't seen since I think it's if it was Hasbro, it's been the early days, but I think it's Toy Business last time we've seen cable. I don't
2: own any cable legends. I'm excited. And then Iceman. Let's hope they do a better paint job. What is this? The third <laughs> Iceman now?
3: <laughs> Maybe you guys are just too fussy.
2: This one looks like it's got a little bit of more blue than than white going on in it, so It's spiky Iceman, so I'm happy it's not just a reuse of the sculpt. Very true. Phoenix is the one I'm excited for as far as the females of this wave. The green Phoenix outfit. I'm really hoping Walmart gets a Red Phoenix exclusive.
3: Yeah, and it's looking like a new head sculpt too, so that should be pretty cool. And then Havoc, you know, he's going to be your standard comic version type of guy in this, this wave, but still looks pretty cool. It's modern Havoc. But guess what has me most excited about this wave? Look how fresh this package looks in yellow. Weren't we just talking about that?
1: It looks amazing in yellow. And I really am liking like, the Captain America one they've got there now that's kind of similar packaging, but it doesn't pop on the shelf. This is going to pop.
3: This just feels like a fresh breeze of toy newness on the shelves.
2: It does really capture my eye. It's you know, the same package they've already used, but... The new colors give it such a fresh look.
3: And not for nothing, but since the, there's no movie tie-in going on here, there's something nice about the entire line having the same X-Men logo throughout. Without, you know, like, oh, and here's the X-Men movie logo for this figure.
2: Mm-hmm. Good point.
3: So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that wave.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are, too. Dorkside Toys sold out. Pre-sold out of the case, pre-sold out of all the figures, even Wolverine. Oh boy. Then they announced a wave I had no idea was really coming. There'd been rumors, we talked about on the show, about a a Build-A-Space Venom figure. Yep. We are getting our third wave of Spider-Man Legends this year. It's a lot of Spider-Mans. But he's got such a deep roster of characters that it makes sense to go with, and... This wave looks pretty cool. We've got Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Ultimate Spider-Man Peter Parker in this wave. We've got Slinging Heroines is what they're calling them. And on some leaked photos, one of them is definitely Silk from the recent Spider-Verse series that's now teaming up with Spider-Woman and them.
3: Looking pretty cool too as a figure.
2: The second Slinging Heroine? I couldn't be more excited. You know who that is? Who? It's (laughs) Spider-Bitch. Who's Spider-Bitch? Spider-Bitch is Ashley Barton, Hawkeye's daughter from the Old Man Logan series. Nice. Now, when they brought her back for Edge of Spider-Verse, because it wasn't written by Mark Millar, they did just rename her to be, what, the eighth Spider-Woman in all of Marvel? I mean, if you count Jessica Drew... And then the black suited one that came out in Secret Wars and Silk and Spider-Gwen. Well, now we have yet another Spider-Woman, but old man Logan fans know her as the Spider-Bitch. <laughs> I am so happy they're making her. I actually got a sketch cover of Spider-Bitch in C2E2. <laughs> yeah, and I did pick up a second Ashley Barton Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl, whatever From Dorkside Toys, since they were selling her individually, because... Awesome. (laughs) We've got a classic Electro with his big pointy hat.
3: (laughs) And alternate head without the mask.
2: The regular Punisher is going to be in this wave, which makes sense. His first appearance was in Amazing Spider-Man.
3: Yep. Now this one, we have not yet seen the Build-A-Figure, but it's supposed
2: to be Space Venom. Which could be pretty darn cool. Yeah, and looking at the pieces and the leaked shots, it's gonna be nice and sizable. Spider Woman comes with that chest and base venom's chest goes from like her ankle to her chest.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big figure. I'm guessing like Odin size, maybe maybe even a little bigger. Maybe wrecking crew size.
2: Now this case is still available for pre-order at Dorkside Toys, and individually you can still order Spider-Woman, Spider-Bitch, Electro. Miles Morales, because he's two per case, is only $17.99 at Dorkside Toys. And the other evil adversary, the new Hobgoblin, is available individually, too. Oh, yeah. Very nice. And then the wave that we didn't have any clue was coming. But if you think back to New York Comic Con last year... And Toy Fair, we did see some figures that hadn't made it out yet. Captain America, Wave 3 for 2016.
3: Oh, yeah. This is the one that, you know, like you said, kind of got forgotten. We've never got an official, hey, here's a Wave 3 Captain America series coming out. But there are a few figures that they showed that were like, okay, yeah. Scarlet Witch movie style. That's going to be a hot little number.
1: That's a good Figure 2. That one's just really tremendous in how that one turned out.
2: Yeah, it looks great from the photos we saw, and seeing it in person at Toy Fair and everything. That one, I expect to be the hardest one to get. Yes. And
3: I remember getting a little bit excited about the Captain America with the shield and the throwing effect.
1: Yeah, it looks okay depending on how you look
2: at it. I like the throwing effect. The outfit is... is Secret Wars outfit I'm excited that it is very different from the other Captain Americas we've gotten
3: yeah outside of that it's a it's a little bit of a boring figure in that it's gonna be mostly repaint of other parts but you know it's it's something way different for a Captain America
2: and we're also getting the eel mm. then there's a energized emissaries, which is two different characters and Dorkside toys has Captain Britain. As one of the Energized Emissaries available for order right now. Oh, interesting. Now, what the other one is, according to Marvel Toy News, the rumor is it could be Crossbones. He doesn't sound like an emissary to me, though. So, if one of them is Captain Britain, I'm wondering if we may get another captain from another country. There's several around. Yeah,
3: very possible. I wouldn't mind it being Crossbones, though. That would be,
2: especially if it was a movie version. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Captain Canuck though. Honestly, <laughs> he is an emissary, right? Crossbones, what's he an emissary of?
3: <laughs> you know as well as everybody else that those names end up meaning very little once they get them in the in the packaging.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then there's also Iron Skull, the Red Skull in a basically an Iron Man suit. In the art, it's usually. Black with some red lines, kind of a Tron suit.
3: Yeah, that could be kind of cool, depending on how they they go about it. Hopefully they don't just pop a red skull head onto an existing Iron Man body, but kind of get the feeling that's what's going to happen. So with these three waves,
2: plus we've had two Spider-Man waves and two Cap waves thus far, am I forgetting any waves?
3: (sighs) I don't think so. Not waves, but there's still plenty of exclusives and three packs and two packs and... Stuff like that that still have yet to hit.
2: Yeah, so as of what we know right now, this year has seven waves of Marvel Legends, plus all the exclusives like Namor coming out, the Walgreens exclusive Punisher coming out.
1: Wow, that's a little crazy, isn't it?
2: The three-pack that just was found in Canada that is pretty awesome. I think it's a, is it a Toys R Us exclusive in the states as well?
3: I would guess so. I I don't know if we have any official confirmation on that yet, but it it feels like that's the case.
2: Where you get a really cool mostly red vision, a Sam Wilson Captain America. With no wings, but what I'm hearing is that the wings from the Walmart-exclusive Captain America movie Falcon may fit on this figure. Oh, so
3: a good reason to buy two of those when we eventually get those.
2: And Kate Bishop Hawkeye. But yeah, there's also the Winter Soldier and movie Falcon going to be showing up at Walmarts. Lots of legends. Another, Another big year, and we're only halfway through it. You gotta think a lot of this is them getting their Christmas stuff in order. And so usually it does slow down at the end of the year, maybe not in shipping, but in releases.
1: I will tell you that there's an outrageous amount of Legends on the pegs right now. I mean, it's
2: old stuff, it's new stuff. I'll tell you, for people who listen to this show the week it comes out, it's even on Target's cartwheel app this week that you can get 50% off Legends if they have any you don't have yet. Are news or anything you want me to pick you up? If you happen to find some Nick Furies?
1: Right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I
3: mean, targets by me have not really seen new shipments in a while. I think they have seen some of that latest Spider-Man wave. And I tell you what, $10 a figure. I'm I'm going to go hit a few targets and see if I can't find a few figures that are just, you know, ones I already have. But I do need another Carnage Spider-Man. So maybe I'll pick that up.
2: One other thing that have been put up for order, and I did order another case of figures, is Hasbro released solid cases of figures, and most of them make total sense. Spider-Gwen, eight per case. Yee, that's a lot of Spider-Gwen for one person. (laughs) Black Panther, solid case. Nice. The case I ordered, Nick Fury, solid case. That
3: is a solid case.
2: I mean, when you need so many variations of him and can army build him and put other heads on him in the future, that is a kick-ass case. That's one that I might consider picking up as well. And now, because of that, if you head to Dorkside Toys, you can order individually. Pre-order for $21.99. Black Panther, who was going for like $100 on eBay. (laughs) Did you buy one? I got him with the case. I know, but you're crazy. Nick Fury. You can just get him at twenty one ninety nine. Spider Gwen twenty one ninety nine. All three very
3: hard to find figures at retail price right here. That's why I'm calling it now. Solid case of Deadpool. I'm gonna wait it out.
2: Yeah. Well, you ordered a case of X Men too. I know. So.
3: Oh yeah. But have... <laughs> De- I, I need an army of Deadpool, like you need an army of of Nick Fury.
2: All right, that's a comic I now want to read is like Army of Darkness meets Deadpool is Army of Deadpool. (laughs)
3: Because I will get around to repainting them before Hasbro does.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of Deadpool, a couple other things went up online, the first of which I need to just see if you bought, Justin. NECA has put up for pre-order on Entertainment Earth their quarter-scale Deadpool, and he looks to come with as many accessories as the Legends does. Oh, yeah, almost. I mean, a couple swords, handful of guns, a knife,
3: and actually almost a cooler outfit than the Legends one. I'm kind of digging the shin guards and the, the knee pads. Oh, but it's NECA and it's 18 inches.
2: But it's got 30 points of articulation, so it's like one of the big Legends from Hasbro.
3: Yeah, this one, I'm, I'm very tempted by this one. You know, the price is, you know, right. okay. Yeah, I mean, under a hundred dollars, the price is right, Bob. Um, <laughs> the the lead time is what's killing me. January,
1: they will be ready for the next Deadpool DVD.
3: <laughs> yeah, January, God, yeah, halfway to the new movie. I guess. Yeah, this is this is cool. I may I may have to do a pre order on this bad boy. Because, I mean, it looks like they nailed the sculpt and, you know, I've had problems with some of these NECA figures in the past. I had the Iron Man, the unmasked Iron Man that just uh, didn't feel right. I've seen the Captain America quite a few times and it just looks kind of goofy. This looks cool.
2: It does kind of look cool, but I'm going to sit back and let you, for a change, be the test subject and then we'll see if I Hmm. regret it.
3: (laughs) Going to have way more Deadpool than I know what to do with here by this time next year.
2: And finally up for pre-order, though, something that has driven me nuts, the last new pre-order of the week. Funko is starting a line of, what are these, more collectible Dorbs and Pops?
1: They're not more collectible, Arnie. They are the specialty series, which are going to be sold to your smaller retailers, because I don't know if you've noticed about Funko Pops, but they are sold everywhere. So you can find them in your local comic shop, you can find them in your local craft store, you can find them at Target, Walmart, you name it.
3: The airport.
1: Yeah, the airport has them, Hudson News has them. So it's really hard on the little guy. If you're running a comic shop, you can't get them for the same price that Walmart can get them. Walmart's selling Pop's regular price is $8.78. You go to a comic book shop, it's 10 to $15. So this is geared towards the smaller shops that's going to have a little bit more niche stuff. And it's going to not be as widely available. But you were super excited about it, Arnie.
3: Wasn't that the entire idea of Dorbs in the first place, though?
1: No, that was the Vinyl Sugar.
3: Oh, right. Which
1: they have now just... I think those are called...
2: They're now just called Funko. Yeah. But here's the catch with the specialty series. Each month, they're doing two exclusives. One Pop, one Dorbs. The Dorbs... Howard the Duck. (laughs) By the time I got around to finding someplace with him in stock, I may have gone a little nuts and ordered four from Toy (laughs) Wiz. Cosmo the Space Dog Pop. I couldn't find him in any American seller, period. He just sold out that fast. Dorkside Toys sold out in a blank. I wrote to our contact at Dorkside and said, Hey, Are you going to be putting any more of these up? Because I guess there was a rumor on a Funko board they were. And he's like, no, if I were you, I'd go overseas, because some overseas resellers have them. So I ended up getting them from Australia. Wow. And now I'm going to have to be more in my game for these dang things now that I know how this game is played.
3: Uh, So you're right, they are more collectible.
1: Well, yeah, they are harder to get. And, you know, you have Funko collectors that are diehard. And then you have Marvel collector, so good luck.
3: Yeah. I wonder if GameStop might be a place to check it out. They've got quite a few dorbs and pops in.
2: Yeah, I've been waiting for these to actually ship. Marjorie, you're the one who's really keyed into our Funko collecting, so maybe you can keep an eye out and see if there's actual brick-and-mortar chains where this shows up, or if it's just something. The other thing Stephen told me to do is talk to my local comic shop, and they can possibly get them through previews.
3: Not a bad idea.
2: Might be a little easier next time than Australia.
3: (laughs) And cheaper than the shipping you're
2: going to (laughs) incur. Well, that is our show for this week. Next show, we've got a couple special reviews. Two of our Podbean backers have pledged $10 or more, and that entitles them to pick an item for us to review. And so Evan has requested the Jada Toys Black Widow that he's on the fence with, and Marjorie is all in on the Jada line. I
1: am, yes.
2: We'll learn how to pronounce Jada by that show. Yes. You say Jada, I say
3: Jada.
1: And none of us say Pinkett Smith.
2: (laughs) We're also going
3: to be reviewing something a little bit more attainable for the rest of us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or desirable, do you
3: mean? The Fabrication Deadpool, chosen by listener Richard. Now, Deadpool is one that I feel like I I could pick that up at a Walgreens. I could pick that up at Target, Walmart. Those, those are not too terribly hard to find.
2: I had one sitting in my photo studio that was waiting in line to get to the table, but he did get me off my bum. So thanks to all of our Podbean backers. And if you would like to support our show, we are crowdsourcing, trying to get... Some reimbursement for the staff who puts in incredibly long hours and, you know, one of our staff posted on Facebook, he demands accolades, so Jeff, here are your accolades, you rock, as does everyone who works on the show, and we just want to help bring some new people to the show so we can get more videos going, get the video shows back, and just be a better show. And we need your help to do that. So you can help us out. Go to MarveliciousToys.com forward slash support. So we'll be back in two weeks. And hopefully no
3: more Marvel Legend waves are announced and put up for pre-order between now and then.
2: <laughs> we'll probably just know all of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Yes, That's we will. right.
3: Here's hoping. You guys ready? We're getting real close. We got one more show and then it's going to be oh, almost God. time to start packing.
2: Oh, man.
0: (laughs) All right, so all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We wanna hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Vinganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Vinganza Media, Incorporated.
1: And you certainly cannot lick the Liberty Bell. I'm very upset about that. You can only get about three feet away from it, and I just could not do it.
2: There were guards.
1: Yeah. There are women who are following Sebastian Stan around the country at Wizard Worlds. I'm not one
2: of them. (laughs) It's like following the dead. Yeah, they've got roadies. Yeah, only sexier. Nice. Not the women. I didn't say that. I don't know these women. But I definitely think I'm very comfortable in my sexuality to say Sebastian Stan is sexier than Jerry Garcia.
1: Well, yes. (laughs) My dog is sexier than Jerry Garcia.
2: (laughs) He's also more alive than Jerry Garcia. That
1: is true. (laughs) If we went to see Jerry Garcia at a convention and you paid for his autograph, someone has either got the best con going or there's some weird (laughs) shit going down.